Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Invasion. By Story Archives, I am your host, Mario Busto, alongside... The other host, Zachary Newton. Welcome back. I'm back. Zach, welcome back. Welcome back to the Invasion uh, coverage here, sir. Thank you. Glad to be back. It's been... I mean, it's only been two weeks, but it feels like... I mean, it feels like forever. How was your two weeks of unpaid paternity leave at Soapbox? It was great. You know, it's a it's a lovely benefit that Soapbox offers all of its employees. Um. <laughs> we, we pride ourselves. We do pride ourselves in the, in the great care uh, of, of just the amount of benefits we offer to our, our full-time employees here at Soapbox. So on behalf of the entire company, myself and you, uh, <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome back, man. Welcome Thank back. you. Happy, happy to be here. I appreciate it. Hey, uh, another thing for all of you listening out there, because you've been uh, privy to lots of things. So let's do the housekeeping now. Uh, let's do the it. whole last month of September uh, and a little bit of August, you heard our chronicles of being banned, having the great old huge apple, the giant, all encompassing massive apple uh take us down pretty much filed some takedown requests it was our fault it was our fault uh we did do something that was a no-no uh which was we were inadvertently using the logo which we do for pretty much we've done for all of our show coverage of any show we've covered on any network simply for the thumbnail this is not something that really was an issue on the podcast side of things Mm -hmm. it was more of a video centric thing because if you're scrolling youtube the one thing we want you to see is Hey, that thumbnail looks cool. The the TV show or film they're talking about looks cool. And I want you to gather a few things. I want you to gather the name of the show, what network it's on, and who we are, Story Archives. So those are the things. Unfortunately, the logo was too much. So uh, that was the issue. We did resolve that within two days. So we were, we were immediately put back on Apple Podcasts. But YouTube, uh, those folks at YouTube, they took a little bit longer, <laughs> approximately like 35 days longer than the others, even despite Apple retracting it. But magically yesterday, very coincidentally, and it was an eventful day because we had some discussions with some individuals who were going to help us with this uh, situation. But before they could, we got a notification that we got a subscriber on YouTube, which led me and Zach to check YouTube. And we have, in fact, been reinstated on YouTube. Now, for how long that will last, we don't know. No idea. But... Uh, but we will get back to business as usual. We have struck down all of the videos to correct everything so that we can maybe not run into these issues in the future. And we're working on some things to maybe, uh, you know, get some clearance on some stuff in the future as well. So uh, we're back on YouTube though. So if you want to watch us there or you can subscribe to us on Rumble, we do encourage you to do so there because uh, we don't we don't expect the same issues over there. And um, it was kind of flattering, Zach. One of the things I learned is that uh, I think we have grown large enough that we were on the Apple radar. 
Yeah. You know, there's, there's, you know, like there's like a submarine at Apple and there's like a sonar device and we were big enough to get inside of that radar so much mm-hmm. so that they were able to manually request about 30 or 40 takedown requests. So in a weird, odd way, it's, it's a little bit flattering. Yeah. You know, our goal really would be to strike a collaboration with the folks over at Apple. You know, let us talk about your shows. We already do it for free. We market it. We got people who have admitted to us that they have re-upped their subscription to Apple TV Plus mm-hmm. because we've put them onto some shows they've enjoyed. So, you know, Apple hit us up, give us a license, you know, support the show, help us broaden, you know, help us spread our wings like eagles, you know. Flatter as, us in uh, a different way. <laughs> as uh, Mark Wahlberg once said, you know, we're peacocks. We got to fly, you know. Let's spread your wings. Something sounds wrong about that. It's from the other guys, uh, if you ever watched that movie. But anyways, uh, we're back on YouTube. Another thing, we have been dropping, like mad dogs, we've been dropping our coverage of Lupin part one and part two. But we have a nice viewer out there named Pierre. Thank you for emailing right now, Pierre, as we're recording this invasion instant reaction, that the audio quality sucks on part one and part two. And the reason is, is because we recorded that about two years ago uh, for Lupin part one and part two. And we didn't have this uh, fancy setup that we invested into our our setups. And so we do have good news though. Part three premieres on October 5th, which is the time you're going to be listening to this episode of Invasion. So head on over to Netflix, catch Lupin part three, listen to our beautiful voices on the next episode when we cover in a deep dive all of Lupin part three, which we really enjoy. It's one of the best shows on Netflix. It's, and it's really a palate cleanser with all these dark ass shows. That come oh, out, absolutely. You know? it, it, it's a... It's it's a nice picture. I like it. It's bright. Yeah. Interesting. I'm recording on QuickTime and I did a gesture which led to like a bubble thumbs up. Yeah. On QuickTime. So that's the new Sonoma. There's a whole bunch okay. of different reactions, you know, the different different thumbs. I'll explain them off air. Wow, you just did you have fireworks behind you. Yeah, right here's now. some here's so. some balloons coming. Peace. Wow, interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just realized that's gonna be everywhere, but whatever. Yeah. That's kinda cool. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. Can I, I do it too? Hey, I like it. Ready? Aw. Uh, what? How is that? I was yeah. not working for me. There it is. Hey. <laughs> All right, that's cool. All right. Let's get into the instant reaction. We're covering season two, episode seven. Let's do down it. the rabbit hole. And if you want to see our visual effects, you're gonna have to head on over to YouTube to check those out. Or well, Rumble. You you won't or yeah. Will they see it there? Maybe not on well yeah, they should because it's on the QuickTime. I just I noticed. Oh, okay, cool. So All cool. Right. Whatever. Awesome. Well, you know, I'm I, I do have a couple things to say about this since I've been out for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a little disappointed I wasn't back last week because the episode was actually good. Um yes. and unlike what I typically say with Apple shows each week where this is yes. better than the last one, this has almost been the inverse. Uh, for me, I, I, don't, I don't think I got to, to mention my disappointment before I, before I was left. I feel like each episode had been getting worse. Episode well, I, six finally finally started to turn around. But I, I, I don't know this, if they keep in that. Yeah, I, I thought this episode was definitely a regression from the last, but I also see it as a setup hmm. uh, towards better episodes. I, th- I thought most importantly, I got probably my biggest question answered to the show, which was, how is Oklahoma going to be relevant to this storyline? Yeah. We find out that this particular town in Oklahoma, Idabel, is ground zero apparently for the U.S. military operation, which by the way, if I'm in the U.S. military, this is a joke, the kind of operation they got going on here oh, because God. Yeah. you got, this is ground zero. You got one man guarding this giant tube. I don't know what would you would call this particular- A hole in the ground? Silo? I don't know, Could it man. be a silo? 
<laughs> I yeah. hope not. I hope um, not. Interesting. What if all of the Apple shows are just connected to each other? And we, we won't mention, we won't talk about it too it much, but you know, this, they're kind of weirdly too similar to each other. Yeah. We even had in foundation, there's, there's some rumblings about earth, you know, in the history of mankind, mm-hmm. uh, that, that are brought up. But anyways, um, the episode really follows Trev and Rose, mm-hmm. who there seems to be a little bit of a romantic connection between in this episode. Did you catch that or was just that I, just No, I caught that too. It looks like there's something uh something to brew in there. It it's just enough to you know make you make you want to see them come back together, but you know, who knows well, what's going to happen at the end of this. I kind of got an issue with it. No. Okay. I'm thinking about Billy here. Well, I'm, Billy. What, what about Trev's wife too? I forget Trev's wife. <laughs> yeah, Trev's Trev's wife had her chance. I look I'm no, I'm not a part of the whole Trev's wife fan club here. So I didn't say I was either. Call it what you want, Team Trev over here, buddy. But however, I do find this very sus behavior on on Trev's behalf here. He only really gets interested in Rose when she finds out she she has a husband, <laughs> uh, and I find it kind of effed up the fact that she's trying to get her husband back from the aliens, and here she is holding another man's hand in 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 bed yep. the night before. I would have an issue. I'd come back as an alien and and haunt my wife. And this man, if that was the case, like I just, you know, yeah, yeah. Just me. I'm, just I'd, me. I'd hope I wouldn't it? come back as an alien. Um, I'm coming no, back as but... whatever force was wandering outside the house in the last episode. I'm coming back. I'm, I'm just wrecking havoc. I'm moving stuff around the house. I'm opening cabinets. Yeah, all sorts of shit. Her motives seem a little confusing. I mean, she wanted a divorce from him. It doesn't seem like she liked yeah. Billy that much. But you know, she's out here risking her life and limb. The name. The name Billy is kind of silly, you know? It is. In terms oh, of in this scenario, I'm going to get back Billy. Yeah. It's like getting back Jimmy, you know? like <laughs> It's like you want a more serious name, Bill or yeah. something, but Billy, I thought Billy was a kid the whole time, but Billy so I. I thought it was like a like her son or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting situation going on here, but they have managed to kind of tie in together. And I was wondering how the drawings were going to really link in the storyline with uh, Sheriff John. And I always mess up his name. Is it Sheriff John Bell? Uh, isn't it Jim Bell? I think it's John, if you can, if you can look it up. It's been so maybe, long since we've maybe seen him. Jim. But I was just wondering how they're going to tie in this place. And sure enough, she has done some detective work about all of these abductions that have occurred uh, in the last four months or however long it's been since the aliens first got here. And Trev notices that pattern in the notebooks of the spiral. And sure enough, the, the abduction pinpoints are perf- in a perfect spiral if you just draw around them, which is, I found a little interesting tidbit and also makes me realize like how we now know how the storylines are going to converge, right? Because Sarah is now on her way to this military base, which I was watching this episode with family and I was like, they brought this poor girl over from Canada. She yeah. doesn't even have any powers. Like this girl doesn't have any powers. What, yeah. well, why'd they bring her here? The feed them, feed her to the aliens? Like, why is she being is this just to get Anisha over here? Of course it is. Why else would they why else would they bring her over? Watch out. Once Trev finds out she had a husband, it's, it's fair game. Fair game, <laughs> it, pal. It, it is Jim Bell Tyson. However, if you look up Sheriff John Bell Tyson, you also get the same character referenced. It's weird. I think I think it is Jim. Maybe in the original script it was John, and then uh, they never corrected it on IMDb because I did read John today when I looked it up. 
All right. They go to this base because in the time that the sheriff has been abducted, which is just a few months back at this point, okay? Mm -hmm. And we're assuming abduction. We don't know what the hell happened to these people. The military has constructed a giant tube that goes into the ground in this short period of time. Now, what's on the bottom of this? We don't know. It could be a Brazilian situation. It could be that they have another alien blob down there listening to David Bowie. But, you know, if this is based on the U.S. military, anything's fair game down there. I, I just read a story this week. Yeah. There's, the, there's these encryption machines, okay? That the military, the U.S., uh, okay. It was like a Swedish company or, or a company from Switzerland. Mm-hmm. This is an off-topic thing here. But it's the capability and like the power of, of the U.S. government and the intelligence agencies. Yeah. All of these countries were buying these encryption machines for the communication with their spies and their internal communications, all these things. Turns out like 30 years later, they uncovered that the CIA owned the company the entire time. <laughs> so we have had the we have owned the encryption companies to knowing what's going on in Iraq and Pakistan and all these various countries that were using these. It wasn't just those two countries, but I think those were two of the many that were on that list that were using these, which just goes to show you. How far, uh, you know, we can go. So at the bottom of this tube, it, it could be anything. If we if we think that Nikhil Kapoor on this show with his operation is doing some business in Brazil, for all we know, they maybe have a mothership down there. We don't know. That's interesting. That's funny. Yeah, there there could be anything. I don't even, I don't know what would be down there. I can't imagine it's just going to be some big dangerous alien or something. Maybe it's like a part of a ship, but. It seems like pretty small peas considering it's buried down under the ground and you've got a massive ship over in Brazil. So I don't I don't know where they're really going to take that. What do you think's up with that spiral? Like why is it so specifically connected to this circular spot? Because as we know, when John Bell or Jim Bell goes to that circle in episode 1 of season 1, mm-hmm. it's like a this it's it's the circle's kind of caving in. So it feels like that same circle that we saw of the sand is exactly where this tube is, which makes me wonder yeah. if this has anything to do with what um, Mitsuki figured out over in Brazil, which is um, the idea that the magnetic forces, like the magnetic pool of of Earth and the core and, mm. you know, whatever, affects these aliens somehow, that that's how they move around and communicate. Maybe that maybe they do have an alien imprisoned down there. It's anything is possible. It really it really could uh, could be anything down there. The one thing that I do know, however, about this episode is that seeing the military in this episode does not give me much confidence in our own military. Oh, <laughs> it was so easy to sneak past, and knock out of them. It was just it was it was like a it, video game. Oh I was expecting gosh, them to I like. Know. I was expecting them to like pull a coin out of their pocket and like throw it. Like, yeah, ten yards. <laughs> like. What was uh, that? Shell casings throw it yeah, like the last of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're right. It's obviously a that wouldn't be the way this thing plays out. It's not going to be like you catch them. They did catch them. They said intruders, and they only send one guy into the cornfield to chase this guy down. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, and didn't do a, a good job at that. You know, like the, that's the one thing. Well, it is one of the primary things that I feel like I I want to say every episode is that it. A lot of what happens just feels so convenient. Yes. A lot of the reveals yes. seem so convenient. It's just like out of nowhere. It's just like, oh, look, I just, I just, you know, put this whole puzzle together in my brain and figured it out just randomly. It's like, it's like, I'm, it didn't even know, look like they try half the time, you know? 
I'm kind of, yeah, I agree that it does feel like certain things come too easy to some of the characters. Yeah. But the thing that I, like, that doesn't bother me as much as, like, some of these plans that they come up with and, wh- like, how easy it is for them to pull it off. Yeah. I'm sorry. If Anisha is driving full speed with a Ford F-150 into a military <laughs> base, she's being shot on site, killed in the car, yeah. it's over, Luke is an orphan, Sarah's never found again. Like, that's the way this goes in real life, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't go in there. I mean, look, let's be honest. Clark, you know, uh, the leader of the movement. Yeah. He's not, he's a pacifist. Okay. He doesn't commit any violence, this guy. So, I mean, Anisha's there about to shoot this guy up with like a, with a narcotic to cut off his, his junk pretty much mm-hmm. as she's alluding yeah. to. Yeah. And this guy's like, this is not the way this is supposed to go. <laughs> like, what do you expect? You're going to storm a military base with like AK-47s and you know. <laughs> you're gonna slap him on the wrist mm-hmm. you know i i do think uh i, I don't want to claim this as, as a win early but i do think my bet on him at least is he's a good is guy. correct i i don't think that he is the typical uh you know bad guy that we would see in one of these resistance sort of groups in, in some post-apocalyptic world because if he was one i feel like by that time, you may have lost half of your people. Yeah. That side would have come out, but we still haven't seen that. They, this guy has lost what from, they've gone from 40 something to 12 people in this like, you know, convoy that, that they've got moving on to this uh, base to try and find Anisha's daughter. It is, oh. it is a lot of people lost for one person. Like it, I, I'm surprised I agree. Ev- ev- anybody's here. I agree Honestly. with that random character, the, the chick who pops up and she says, there's a lot of people yeah. uh, for one. And she's like, it's not one person, it's Sarah. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I but, don't still, know Sarah. It's, but it's still one. <laughs> it's still one it's, person. It's still one person. And you know, yeah. I got Jack over here like, who's my kid and you yeah, know, he's one But there was too. John and there was Jim and there was, uh, yeah, I don't know, 12. Ben and Bob and, <laughs> you know. I will say this, I do think it's uh, like, it's not going down like this in real life. You like this decision to go after this girl. Mm-hmm. It's not going down like this simply for the reason like people are clamoring for leadership. So this like the there would be a power struggle to take over this group mm-hmm. at a certain point because this decision to go after one person first and foremost, I don't know why they have women with their children on this combo. Another another great question. I I thought that why? was really dumb. I'm like they had to have brought everybody from that like base that they had but why like why would you do that exactly why and you're not overcoming a military base so how about this instead of your first your first um plan of action being to storm a military base why not just go and ask you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah i'm probably naive i'm probably they they would have lied if it was your if it was your kid (laughs) I can totally understand the actions that they took, albeit I do think Anisha in real life would be shot on sight. And I can do without those lines in the show where, you know, Luke goes up there and walks up to the guard and says, you all right, kid? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I don't know about your friend, though. He's like, what do you you mean about my friend? And he turns around and his friend's like laying down unconscious. Or then Anisha, she comes in like, like mother like son, like son like mother. Yeah. She pulls up in the truck, doesn't get shot miraculously. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gets out. He's like, what did you think you were going to do? Storm a military base by yourself? 
bring you guys to one central location. You know, like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, with these lines. Hey, these lines were just about as bad as Anisha's speech. I'm like, really? That's what did it? That's oh, what did it for you, man? Together. Well, what was kind of funny about the speech was not necessarily the speech itself. Mm-hmm. It was that it's so clear that Invasion needs to get a lot done in the next three episodes. Mm. Okay, she has to get her ass to Oklahoma somehow. So they gotta, yeah. they have to expedite this process of of leading and unifying this group. Usually, you would probably see this speech moment develop over this entire episode, and then at the end, she's delivering the speech, and then maybe next episode they go and, and raid the place to find Sarah. You know? Yeah. But this episode, it's like a video game almost, where <laughs> you go and you try one approach and you and you say the speech. And you're like, it didn't work. F them. I can go. I can do this by myself. <laughs> and the leader comes up to you and says, "Try talking to them like humans." And then she turns around and and gives a speech. And I love that the fact the guy went and said, "All right, where's this going?" Yeah, because <laughs> she pops up with the when I was treating cancer patients, and he's like, "All right, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> where the hell are you going with all this?" And Clark has to step up. <laughs> And yeah. say, hey, how about stop being an asshole, you know, and listen to her because we're going to sacrifice this whole group to find this girl who's not even in this base right now. Mm-hmm. But the question does remain, why the hell take this little girl to Oklahoma? I'm, I'm still dying to know why, you know. I don't know. Maybe they thought she had powers or something because she did have the stone with, uh, with her. She did. Or whatever the piece of alien, whatever you want to call it, it looks like a looks like a stone to me. Yeah, it's also interesting that it, I mean, you know, in this episode, Casper seems like he's maybe lost his power. I don't think he's really lost his powers. Um, I just don't think he he knows how to use he, them right now. <laughs> I think he just woke up from a coma. Yeah, he's emaciated. The kid doesn't look like he's eaten a meal in in three months. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Monty has regressed to his prickish bully ways, okay? Yeah, it, he has, very quickly. Because, because all of his takes on Casper are all stemming from the fact that he has the hots for Jamila. It's all 100%. stemming from that. Yeah. So, I'm thankful, I'm very glad that these two finally kissed in this episode. Because you got this whole, you know, this buildup happening yeah. between the two of them. And I was really getting a little concerned that Jamila was going to go for the bully. You know, if, I, if I'm Same. waking up from a bully, if I'm waking up from a coma, and I see the love of my life with my with a bully, somebody like who bullied me, I'd lose it. I'd probably send an alien after him. Like I'd yeah. probably. <laughs> hey guys, it. it's clear over here. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm at least taking out Monty. We'll mm-hmm. keep his little sister, but yeah, Monty's going down because there's moments in this episode where Monty attacks Casper. Yeah, and it's like, what do you want Casper to do, man? Yeah, like what do you want him to do? He's not like, he, he's not Superman. He just has these you know, link with the aliens. He doesn't even know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. questionable decision to bring the mo- the bully who tormented this kid for half of his life to, to this rescue mission. Because he loses it on top of the rooftop when they are hiding from the 
you know, these armored Boston Hunter killers, Boston arrow. What is it? The Boston, Boston arrow than that, but I know what you're talking about. Uh, it's not aerodynamics. Boston dynamics. I think it's just Boston dynamics. Yeah. The, these alien creatures that kill on sight. I did find it funny that these aliens didn't just climb the walls because we do know that they can go vertical on walls. I know. Yeah, they 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 like ran on the ceiling down in that that uh, tunnel that, that these yeah, kids like, went through. It's like guys, let's go up the stairs. They need a couple more minutes to get away. Yeah, and this this lame ass like <laughs> the red umbrella with the yeah, that's gonna fool these stupid aliens. Hey, it did. Uh, it kind of did. It, it did work. It worked, Cause, but it did. Well, these it are shouldn't a- have worked. These are new aliens, though, Zach. You don't know if anything changed from the previous one. We do know that they're immune to fire at this point. So maybe these aliens and bullets have vision. Yeah, they're immune to everything but that black metal and magnets, pretty much. Yeah, like they've got Hinkle some funky, funky-looking vision. It looks like the Predator. You remember, like the movie Predator, the way that that thing. Yeah, seems? it's like heat-seeking, really. Yeah, which something would mean like that, that. Which would mean that this plan to get away wouldn't work if these aliens weren't different. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that these aliens had an iOS update, but it's kind of regressed them a little. Yeah, they were overheating, right? They, they were didn't making get that 17.0.3. They were they are stronger now, but they can see a little less. It's a trade-off, you know. Yeah. Super valuable, you know. That's that's what I would want to do. So we kind of leave off with Anisha who's about to um ter- torture this guy. Uh this corporal who is mm-hmm. like the ranking officer in charge, right? Yeah. And they find out that the girl, Sarah, has been taken over to Oklahoma. To where? Oklahoma, right? Yeah, Ida Bell, Oklahoma. Sorry. Um, so that kind of leaves them really now with no choice but to head to Oklahoma because Clark said, we're going after her. I'm I'm just like I don't think the whole group would go to Oklahoma. No, I'd be like, nah, man. Like I'm good. Like <laughs> this hey, is bro. enough. Like we we lost seventy five percent of our ent- entire group. <laughs> I'd say, hey, Clark. I'd say, Clark. It's been it's been good. It's been good, my guy. It's been a great run we had together as the movement. This girl, like I I love you, man. But we're staying up here in British Columbia. It's much more peaceful up here. We're not going to go to Oklahoma. We don't want to go to Ground Zero of the aliens. Yeah, we've already lost, you know, seventy percent of the group. You know, questionable strategic calls here. Many. Anyways. Yeah. At first, I forgot that she was teaching her children Farsi. Yeah. So when I saw Badoom <laughs> on the wall, I thought it was like Badoom. Like I know. The, I was like, like I'm like, what is that? I was like, is this a joke? I, I thought like the officer was trolling, but I, I'm just kidding. I actually knew that it was definitely a a uh, word in her language that she would understand, right? So yeah, I like that they tied that together too, because the kids don't see the use of learning this language. At least Luke doesn't see the the point of it, right? He complains mm-hmm. about it half the time, but he complains about everything. To be honest, yes, um, yes. all this is his fault. Yeah, we will not let up on the on the Luke hate here, um, but <laughs> this is a cool way to kind of tie in the fact of how useful it is, right? In this situation where Sarah was able to leave that that message. Yeah, I agree. I'm still not a fan of Luke. I don't think I ever will be. Was there a moment for you that you thought Anisha might come back in the room after seeing the "Help me" word on the wall and just blow out this guy's brains? 
Yeah, I, when when she turned around uh, to like walk out the door or something, <laughs> yeah. right? Like I thought, because yeah. she, she was like, "Thank you" or whatever. She's like very dismissive like, yeah. with the way yeah, that she addressed yeah. them, and I was just yeah. like, I was expecting her to just like turn around and go, Poof, right? That's what I thought because I thought he said something like, "I'm sorry." Yeah, and she said, "Yeah." Me too. Should be. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Uh, that's what. I, that's exactly what I said. I, I said out loud, I'm like, oh, he's dead. And I'm like, yeah, oh, that's, wait, what, that's what I thought. Which I was kind of like, that would be a really cool turn for Anisha because usually it's the guy. Like, we don't yeah. see this turn with girls in, in a lot of original series, right? We don't see this no. with, with um, we don't see this with female characters really where they'll be the gray area kind of uh, cowboy-esque, yeah. uh, you know, you know, gray area morality, right? But that would have been a really cool turn to see this badass who's just like taking, like she has her own law and like whether questionable, whether it's the right decision, you know, uh, but understandable. Like if yeah. you have kids, if you had kids and no context that your kid wrote, help me on this wall. Woo, boy. It's a twist I would have liked to have seen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have minded it. I no, wouldn't have minded it. Not at all. She she's she's this person that comes across as like like she's not gonna stop for anything to, to protect her kids and, and all of that. But at the same time, like I I think it would have been nice to see that like really strong move yes. uh from her in this because I just I s I don't buy that Clark, this pacifist, is really gonna lead the group. Like I feel like you you sh- it would have been better off having that really strong uh decision be made and maybe that's what would like bring these people together it would either weed them out for sure or it would just be like well you know it's nice to have a strong leader than somebody that just sits there and tries to reason with you every time yeah i think anisha probably hijacks this group eventually or they just turn on her because i think the i think just it's inevitable that we're gonna get the whole storyline of clark next episode on the road with anisha and he's gonna be like hey can we talk about what happened back there? You know, something like that. Yeah. You know, but I would imagine they're going to be, they're going to be looted and, and booted to the gills because they're in a training, they're in an army base. They can literally just take as many guns as they want and head down to this place. Like they're going to be set after leaving this army place, but they are also, it's probably best they leave Oklahoma because the moment these military people can reconvene <laughs> that they have just been raided like this, they're screwed. Yeah, I would imagine Oklahoma is going to be more fortified by the time that they get there. But also, those weapons are only going to be good against your country's own military. <laughs> like, I got to say that uh, in this show, there has to be somebody just living in the middle of Montana who has no idea about the alien invasion. <laughs> He's just, I would love to see that. That'd be like they're, so they're funny. just like in a cabin and they're just living their life as they were always living it, mm-hmm. living off the ranch. And they're just like, eh, that's what happened with these city slickers. They get too big for their britches, <laughs> you know, something like that. They're just chilling on their ranch and having a good old time. It's but. time to go vote. Wait, what happened? Yeah, what? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yeah, no, for them, I don't think the WDC messages, and I'll be honest, I'd pre- I would prefer to be them. Like, I'm trying to go out to the middle Live of nowhere. In ignorant bliss. Well, I wouldn't say ignorant bliss. They're the only ones that are going to survive. I'm not saying they don't know about the alien invasion. I'm just saying the aliens aren't going out there to a population of 12 people. Well, they they are trying to terraform the planet, though, so they'll eventually make it there. I mean, what, 25% of the planet's already poisonous or something at this point, so... It's true. I don't know. You know, I... I, 
I kind of have a feeling that Trev might not be going into a spaceship uh, as well, considering like there's this facility underground. We've already seen, you know, Mitsuki with her uh, with her helmet and suit on and all that. So I don't know, maybe, maybe maybe we just carry on the investigation down down below, and there's like some I don't know some uh, community of aliens just living down there. Well, I think you're going to be wrong about the community of aliens, but yeah, I'm not going to bet on that. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I think you lose that wager. <laughs> you know, but you might be right. You might be batting, uh, might be batting a hundred right now, or a thousand in terms of uh, you're batting a thousand, right? That's better than yeah, batting a thousand. Hundred would be terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you might be right about the whole Trev not being on a spaceship thing. But all right, let's see where the characters are ending up here. So we got Anisha and Co. are going to be heading to Oklahoma. Casper and his group, you know, despite him having his romantic moment with Jamila, seems the next move for them is to reconvene with those uh, superpower kids, you know, the super mm-hmm. kids who were in the same ward as him. But we got a, a couple of their names. We got like Elkin and Natori and a couple of other names that e- Ava, Elkin, and Natori. So we got like three kids who they got to meet up with or something like that yeah. to find out the next steps. It is kind of a mental plan. We don't know what's going to com- confer there, but. I kind of, uh, I don't mind that in a storyline where it feels like there's sort of like this divine hand leading the group, you know, and though mm-hmm. people don't know the, you know, why these things are happening, they all kind of come together, right? Because everything's yeah. converging, right? All these storylines are going to converge. And it feels like Trev and Anisha are going to converge in the next like episode or two, because Trev's probably going to get into it next episode and figure out what's going on down there, which I can't wait to find out. And mm-hmm. um, we're going to probably get some heavy Mitsuki again. And I would assume her and Casper uh, get together since she heard his voice. In she the saw him in the blob. She saw, she saw his silhouette. He, right? Well, she yeah, but we knew it was Casper. Yes. yes, yes, yes. I, uh, I I also am okay with the like the whole divine hand kind of like leading things. I just, I yeah. want, I want like the payoff, like I want the payoff to feel right, right? Like. There, you, it's, you've got to have enough struggle to make it feel like if if at the beginning of the next episode Casper's like oh I, I hear a noise and I, like turn around the corner it's like there's the kid like it's gonna be so disappointing. It's very tricky, man. With these with these alien shows and with any show that has to do with um, monsters or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know, once you reveal the monster, it's kind of tough. Like the like the the rabbit's out of the hat, so it's kind of difficult to kind of play that perfectly. Same with a show like any mystery, right? Like Silo, Mm -hmm. you know, once you know, it's very difficult to kind of have it compelling enough that it kind of maintains that steam. And I think Invasion can do it. I just feel like they've had to do a lot of setup. There hasn't been like a lot of, uh, it feels like they're trying to get to that point, right? There seems to be like a point we're heading towards. It's going to be like an epic uh, moment, but Mm -hmm. um yeah, I, I think we're in for a ride in episodes 8, 9, and 10, long story short, because although Casper's storyline feels like we're still being set up, right, of figuring out yeah. what's going on, Trev's about to head into it, and Anisha's heading for, like, a a confrontation as well, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. well time will tell. Time will tell. Yeah. All right. Are we doing categories? What are we doing, Zach? I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah, let's do, uh, let's do favorite character. Favorite character. Um, I got mine. You go first. I'm gonna go with Casp. I mean, it's his first, first, uh, Casper. Casper? Okay. Yeah, first appearance in the, well, 
I guess technically it's his first appearance. The one where no, he it's talks. Like his, it's like his third. But well, it's, like... it's not as he was in a dream. It's the first time where he's in real life. Well, fair enough. All right, Casper, for you, I'm going. Um... Man, I guess I gotta go. I'm gonna go Jamila. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Got the uh, the two lovers there. But yeah. favorite scene in the episode? Oh, yeah, the, the, them two kissing. That's that's like the scene because I did not want Monty to prevail, and nah. it seems like she's got a she's got her head on her head screwed on straight. You know? Yeah, that so was that was good. I, I liked I liked her pulling out the whole the Walkman and you know playing the music. Yeah, like, oh, that was great. I remember. That was I good. Remember. Yeah. All right, let's let's do the lineup. Who would you want to be? Uh, ranked from, I guess, like most desirable to least desirable. Mitski's number one. And she remains at the top of the power rankings. Yeah, she's she's stayed out there for me as well. I'm going to, oh, actually, okay, yeah. I'm going to go Trev. No, I'm going to go Cast too. I'm going to go Casper too here. Because um, he's in a pretty sweet setup right now. Mm-hmm. Three, I'm going to go Trev. Yeah. And then four, I'm going to go Anisha because that's got to be a nightmare to have to go across the country now to go find your daughter. That's got to be a living nightmare. I so. am in complete agreement with with that uh, ordering on this one. So perfect, perfect. Yeah, that was that was that was easy. I think this is the first time that we've agreed on that order. Yeah, I think uh, so. I okay. for a moment I thought you were going to put Anisha above Trev, and I'm like, man, if he does that, like, nah, Anisha's Anisha's in a worse situation. Trev is not looking for anybody. Hundred well, percent. Well, yes, yeah, but he as far as Anisha, as far as Anisha related. goes, she, like there's no way to communicate. There's nothing, so she may never see her daughter again, as far as she knows. You know, yeah, possible. So, Maybe she'll lose Luke too once they get to Oklahoma. You never know. I mean, the way that he runs off and everything. That wouldn't be so bad though. But you know, we'll cross that bridge. Later. <laughs> what you don't want to hear, Luke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, I think that just about wraps it up. Thank you all for tuning in, Zach. Welcome back to the invasion coverage, sir. Thank you. Well, um, as you all know, we have Lupin dropping soon, probably Friday night-ish. We'll ish. be covering part three. We don't know if Netflix is going to release that all at once or if it's going to be week to week. I hope it's week to week so that we can cover it episodically like that. If not, you can expect one episode per week for Lupin. And then we'll also be continuing Invasion. If Invasion finishes faster, which we believe it will then we'll probably swap to two episodes of Lupin until we find a replacement show for our midweek. Still looking for something spooky. I have to finish episode one of Changelings. It's taking me a little bit longer to get hooked into that one. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So um, maybe it reels me in, but I haven't gotten quite there yet. But we do have some raving reviews from some of you out there. And um, yeah, I do have to get on that and check it out. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Invasion by Story Archives. You can find this podcast actually anywhere that you find podcasts, including YouTube again. We are also on Rumble, so be sure to take a look at us there. And we do have a couple links in the description below. One to sign up for our quarterly newsletter, which we are preparing. There is something that will be going out soon. Uh, I know Mario has been working on writing that content. Then we do have another link uh, down below to, to fill out a survey that we have right now as we're just collecting information um, October, in an effort to build that network. October 8th, folks. October 8th. It's a special day. You heard it here. If you're listening to this episode still, then you are the ones who get to hear this. We have a special episode dropping on October 8th. 
You'll have to tune in and find out. It's going to be Sunday night. I believe the 8th is Sunday. I believe so. It's Sunday night. Dropping a special episode. Or Sunday in general. We don't know what time yet. And then we're also dropping our newsletter that day. So, yes. Let's do it. Well, thank you. Until next time. Peace. Peace.